The year is 1961, and on April 12th, the first person in space, Yuri Gagarin, went up. And only 23 days later, the American Alan Shepard was sent up into space. However, in Italy, two brothers claim to have recorded a woman cosmonaut just a few days later, falling through the atmosphere, burning up. The only problem? It's unknown if this cosmonaut even existed. I'm Wesley Loveseth, and you're listening to Spaced Out. Now let's get some background on these brothers. Their names were Judica and Cordelia. I probably pronounced those wrong. And they set up a listening station in the late in early, in the late 50s to early 60s listening for satellites. They got Sputnik, Sputnik 2 with the dog, and many other spacecraft including Explorer 1. Now, this gained them a bit of fame. They were able to buy a bunker, an old World War II bunker and set up a listening station, made to listen for bigger and better things. They did some groundbreaking stuff, like studying Doppler effects to figure out the where the spacecraft was and how fast it was moving. And a lot of this helped made them a pretty credible source. Now, the only problem was their fame was drying up, just a little bit, with with the space race still going on, and then finding a bunch of broadcasts of spacecraft. The only problem is, is with most American spaceflight stuff, the radio broadcasts are being sent out. And for the Soviet Union, it's in Russian. Meaning it's hard to understand and translate. And they commonly send out bits and pieces of decoded messages for anyone listening in, so they couldn't find out what was going on. So, when the brothers seemingly have heard something about a cosmonaut lady burning up in the atmosphere, they got scared. Because they already had something like this from a long time ago. A few days before the launch, 20-ish days before the launch of the of the launch of the first human into space they found they found a broadcast of an SOS in what sounded like a human's heartbeat and gasping for air now that radio broadcast linked up with the date a bit date a date that was later given out by the Soviet Union about a week later, the Soviet Union talked about how there they sent out an unmanned pod, and it crashed into a field. Now, this was considered to be a coincidence for most. It could have just been some signals from there taken wrong, as they are had before with Sputnik 2. The, it had a dog in it, and they heard some broadcast that they thought sounded like a dog's heartbeat. The dog's heartbeat was much faster than that, and this was confirmed many times, meaning it could have just been a pure coincidence or misunderstanding. 
but the brothers were sure that they've struck on to many secret Vostok missions. Now it's time for a new segment. Question of the day. Now each, whenever I make this episode, these episodes, each episode I will answer a question given to you guys. And if you have any questions today, you can message me through the messaging system on Anchor. I'm pretty sure I know how it works, though if it doesn't, I don't know. Sorry. So, today's question of the week that I'm going to make up right here on the spot is, what are your thoughts on this whole story? Did the brothers make it up for publicity to give more attention to their groundbreaking new techs? technologies and systems of using Doppler tracking to track spacecraft and know how fast and where they were and all this groundbreaking stuff. Or do you think it really did happen and the Soviet Union was covering up spacecraft like they had many times before? Now is time for part two of The Lost Cosmonaut. The following is the real recording that has been gathered from the brothers. That was the real recording. Of course, the music was added in. Now, if you want to hear the translated version, um, it's unknown whether or not the translated version is perfect, but there's a lot of unclears in it. I will try to get it up now. Now it starts up with unclear. Unclear. We have some unclear garling. One, two, three, four, five. Unclear. Talk, talk. Unclear. I feel hot. I feel hot. Oxygen. Oxygen. Isn't it dangerous? Talk. How can I transmit this? Yes, yes, yes. 
How? I feel hot. I feel hot. Unclear. I see. On the left. I see fire. I see fire. I feel hot. I feel hot. 32. 32. Am I going to crash? Please. Unclear. Unclear. And then it ends. So, yeah. Pretty scary. Um, though the translating isn't great because it's kind of hard to hear. There's a lot of unclears. So it's unknown whether or not it was fabricated at all. Very suspicious acting. However, the Soviet Union has covered up many pro- many missions before. Lots of space stuff they covered up. And other things that were not space. And were only declassified. And some of the information is lost to time. In some bunker, somewhere, or burnt. No one knows. Now, the, so- now, the Soviet Union never ha- responded to this. And many people believe it is merely a conspiracy theory that the Soviet Union covered up deaths in the 60s, of many cosmonauts in the Vostok program, considering how it was extremely dangerous. Now, take it how you want, but there is some scary recordings out there, many of them from space, and it always makes you wonder, is it all a conspiracy theory, or is there truth to it? Now, I think this is the end of our story, but don't tune off yet. We have a few more segments coming up on Spaced Out. Now, I'm going to list out some cool facts about the Vostok um, spacecraft. Now, here's the flight profiling. The Vostok cosmonaut would get into the capsule and then the fairing would get basically put on and then it would launch up it would launch up now the Vostok had escape systems in case of a launch failure it would fly up it would start doing a gravity turn and then its boosters would shoot off the core stage would then shoot off and a second stage would propel it a little bit into orbit then the second stage would leave, and then the the basically all you have left is the capsule onto the support stage, which contained the retro burner, oxygen, all fuel cells, all this stuff. It would put out um, a bunch of radio antennas, do science experiments, all that, and then a bit later it would shoot its retro rockets, and then once it got lower enough into the atmosphere, dis. The capsule, which was a sphere with ablative heat shielding, would shoot off and burn through the atmosphere, parachute would open, then the cosmonaut would have to take all of their science and everything, or take a few science things, and then jump out of the spacecraft. I, They would jump out of the spacecraft and parachute down. They would then recover the spacecraft and get all the other science, because the cosmonaut could only carry so much science, and they would be good. However, if they the retro rocket did not fire, 
They had enough supplies on board the spacecraft that the cosmonaut would survive until their orbit decayed enough where it would fall back into the atmosphere. Now, um, next fun fact is that the spheres are really good at holding in air pressure, which is why a lot of Soviet spacecraft designs have a lot of spheres and circles on them. Third fact is that the cosmonauts... Now, the Americans, with our first man into space, first person uh, non-Soviet into the space, um, didn't go into orbit. The Soviet Union were so ahead that they put a person into orbit, not space. The Mercury program just leapt off the ground. And, yeah. So it was not as powerful, but it had a lot of good things going for it as well. That'll be the end of this Fun Facts segment. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Spaced Out. This has been your host, Wesley Loveseth, and we hope you tune in again. Have a good day.